This is lesson 2. In inspired thinking the skill of living a great life. When your emotions override your inspirations, when your body-mind becomes overstimulated or depressed, when you are not doing what you love, you dissipate and waste your life energy, we call it CHI. Your life force and this in everyday language means your potential. Every human is gifted with an identical amount of this energy. The difference between success and failure in life is simply the use or waste of that energy. The first steps in inspired thinking are to stop the loss of CHI, life force. 1. Inspired thinking, rest is key. Life moves not in a straight line but in rhythmic cycles. The inspired person knows how to rest. As a matter of fact, few people know anything about it. But in the management of CHI, rest is a very valuable art. There are those whose sleep is good but it is not psychically or mentally recuperating. The depth of sleep comes from a state of peace and oneness, and this comes from completing a great day's work. Before going to sleep at night you are advised to complete a great day's work by being at peace. Hold hope and trust in subliminal supreme assume oneness with the all, faith and prayer banish care from the mind, gratitude relax muscles and nerves, visualize the future affirm, easily, calmly, confidently I shall this night develop magnetic power in every part of the body. True rest is a restorative activity. When the mind is at peace within itself and with all existence then ego relaxes and the mind stops worrying. Greater than humankind has made errors for ages, we've found supposed truths to be errors. One truth is succeeded by the next. Great religions arise and then better ones are born. The beings of today will change and so will those of tomorrow. The whole progress of humanity is a continuous disruptive agitation. The desire for constant conquest and change, and for success keeps raising us to higher and higher levels of stupidity. Surely, the price of unconscious disharmony with the universe and nature is becoming too much to bear? Greater than. Greater than Chris Bonaparte Walker. You can also use your body-mind to manage your life state. Open your spine to free your chest. Breath in balance, use the diaphragm. These are not exercises, these are habits. And they extend to your rest state to make sleep deep. Sleep is one of the greatest revitalizers we have. Most people habitually use stimulants, television, YouTube and caffeine drinks that cause the nerves to be in an excited state and prevent the body from experiencing total rest and relaxation in sleep. When people discard their stimulants at least 4 hours before bed they become deep restful sleepers. To relax yourself to sleep. 1. Darken the room. 2. Turn off the TV or radio. 3. Lie flat on your back with your hands down by either side without touching your body. 4. Extend your legs with feet about a 300 mm apart. 5. Rest your head on a small pillow so your neck is straight. 6. Eyes remain open at first focusing on a point straight ahead of you. 7. Gently slow your thoughts and allow your eyes to close. 8. Avoid any interruptions and allow all muscles to completely relax. 2. Inspired thinking, a great day at home without compromise without excuses. The outer environment, easily governs the thoughts in our mind, and unless that environment is exactly what we want, the environment wants to crush our subliminal mind into the steel frame of standards, ideas, and edicts that govern your ego. The pressure comes from the outside environment reacting with your expectations and the conflicts with your steel frame of expectations, ego, and your visions of hope, inside you, higher self. When this agitation occurs then there are excuses, I am doing it because of the baby, I am doing this because of being a good mother, I am doing it to be a good wife, good husband, I am doing it because, etc. Naturally, when the mind is being twisted, shaped, 
perverted by the outer environment, circumstances, then there is a constant conflict within, a constant battle, constant false adjustments, the mind hopes for tranquility, for happiness, by avoiding what is deep in the heart, and then there is always a resentment. It is wisdom to not compromise your commitment to your denials, affirmations and visualizations, see success formula lessons previously shared, then you live in harmony with nature while not being bothered by the environment at all. 3. Inspired thinking remove the doubting mind. Expunging doubt from your life is a life-transforming experience. Doubt forces friendship and relationship with self and others to the lowest level and creates uncertainty in all around you, and unpredictability in your leadership. Of course, expunging doubt does not mean becoming hard-headed or cold-hearted either. In a search for inspired thinking the emphasis is not on questioning but on doubt. This is significant because if you are asking intellectual questions, reading books and listening to podcasts that speak to the masses you are asking for a definite answer, one single answer, so that your individual problem can be dissolved. But you are really asking, let my doubts be cleared. And those doubts are your doubts not the same as everyone. And if you knew this you would not be asking for solutions to satisfy your intellect or reading anyone for answers, because solving a doubt, your mind has the habit of solving doubts, then it is always in doubt even after it has an answer. The mind gets an answer and immediately goes, I think there's more. In my teaching you inspired thinking, instead of asking for answers to expunge doubt you will be asking for a transformation of your mind. Because a doubting mind will remain in doubting mind no matter what answers that are given to it. I believe you understand this, that a doubting mind will remain a doubting mind no matter what intellectual knowledge is provided to it, the answers to the questions are really irrelevant. If you are given one answer and you have a doubting mind, you will doubt the answer. If you get another answer, and you have a doubting mind you will doubt that answer also. If you have a doubting mind, then a doubting mind means you will put a question mark on everything. To anything and everything that is presented to you, including love. I would love to present to you a great story. It begins, there was one man who woke up in a burning house. Someone yelled fire, fire, he woke and looked around in panic as flames began to engulf his home. He yelled how did this happen? Why is the fire hot? Of course in the time he needed to get out he perished still trying to work out why. That is the doubting mind. So, how can doubts be cleared? The fastest way to get rid of doubt forever is denial, affirmation and visualization. It creates a reality beyond doubt and environment. You will experience this when you go bushwalking, with a pack on your back, a walk in the mountains with a guide who doesn't talk too much or listen for excuses. Doubts have no value on a walk in the mountains especially when the guide does not enable them by resolving questions of doubt. To change a doubting mind to a without doubt mind, think denial, affirmation, and visualization. You can whistle a happy tune and calm your mental state using the skills of balanced, centered and calm. In other words, preventing the environment from contaminating your resolve. Then, automatically your experience will be thankful. And with, thankfulness we call it lucky FKR there can be no doubt. Breathe into that sweetness and continue to feel it circulate and expand until a real joy emerges. Breathe into that joy and start to allow a simple love of life to emerge within you. Holding squarely your denial, affirmation and visualization as reality. Then feel that, letting it flow inside of you, allow the simple love of life to emerge from within you. Then, feel that. Letting it flow within and around you. Bushwalking, I mean very slow, observational bushwalking can resolve every one of your issues because doing that you no longer operate on the same level as the issues. Furthermore, when you really feel that fullness, then there is no longer any issue of anything being missing or of anything being there that shouldn't be. When you feel that fullness, you are in touch with your inspired thinking and completely responsible for being in your life not controlled by your environment. 
you become immunized to the environment. And no matter where you are, who you are with you are on track, in love, internalized with your denial, affirmations and visualizations. You are you. Having dissolved the barriers to being joyful within, i.e. happy, you become able to have a simple, pure and complete interchange with everything and everyone in your environment. This is at the core of a stay-in-love relationship. Your ability to keep your mind and heart open in hell and get beyond the doubting mind leads you and those who follow you forward without doubt. 4. Inspired thinking, enjoy IT or stop it. Your choices are unlimited. When I was a child my dad said, if you work hard at school, you'll be happy. And then I took control and thought if I play sport, I'd be happy. Then I thought my girlfriend was the key to happiness. Then I got married and had children and I thought that was the key, and my business reached unbelievable heights of wealth and I thought that would make me happy. But the more those things made me happy the more I feared losing them, and the more fear I had the unhappier I became. Then I thought spirituality would make me happy, and after 20 years I came to realize that it wouldn't. I think a lot of people live like this. And as they get very old they go to religion because they think following a religion at least when they die they'll be happy in the ever after. We have, deep down, the core ambition to simply be happy, all of us. We just apply different strategies to that path. Whom the marketing guru will say, this will make you happy, but really, after so much travel and searching and feeling disappointed and wishing for change, I came to the realization that I could have been given by my dad, that nothing of the senses really makes you happy for long. Even great sex or bending over backward in yoga, either way, life goes on and these interventions do nothing permanently for your real happiness. I would love to share another story to make this point clearer. The story begins, five friends were on a fishing trip. One man noticed a brass vase. They picked it up, rubbed it and hey presto a gene appeared. Each got a wish. The first wished for a case of beers, they arrived. The second wished for a beer factory. The first guy sighed in disappointment realizing the futility and waste of his small dream. The third guy then wished for a billion dollars. With it, he said, I will have a beer factory, a restaurant, a bar with dancers and a cure for my hangovers. The first two were saddened and depressed at the waste of their dreams. The fourth guy learned form the first three. He immediately wished for three wishes. He ordered a billion dollars with the first wish, and the ice cream factory with the second and three more wishes with the third wish. The first three men were so depressed now, they began taking antidepressant pills, because they realized they could have done so much better. The fifth guy, wished for contentment. The first four stared at him in disbelief. What? They shouted in unison. What? He turned with a smile, there is nothing I need, nothing I want or desire. I am happy, free, and the wealthiest man of us all. Greater than there are basically two paths to follow to inspired thinking, happiness, freedom to desire and freedom from desire. Greater than. Greater than Chris Plato Walker. When we lack enjoyment of work or life it creates a search for pleasure. They are not the same thing, and the very search for pleasure is the cause of much suffering. Because every pleasure has an upside and a downside. Pleasure hunting is the march of the finite mind, and body but they, neither of them, ever lead the path to success. When we emphasize following our feelings, or being influenced by our emotional reactions to our environment, we are both happy and unhappy, and if we want happy and are not happy we go searching for it, but we lose our way and mistake pleasure for satisfaction, and create more unhappiness. Wanting to be other than where we are is the foundation of motivated thinking, a pleasure hunt. But this motivation thinking is also a trigger for great pain and disturbance and accounts for much of all pain and human suffering, bad leadership, broken homes and mental health problems that exist. I would love to share another story to explain this. This is the story.
there was a lady who had left her husband and was rebuilding her life. It had been two years of separation and she looked tired. She sat with me and shared the pain of her acrimonious divorce process. And it had been, in her description of it, tough. She said. I am not happy. But when I sell my business, and then I don't have to work with those managers anymore it will be different. And then I will buy another house and my boyfriend will move in and that will help me with my son. And then I can focus on my career and that will give me direction. And then I will not have to deal with my ex anymore. And I think I will move to the countryside and that will make it better. She wanted my help to make this all happen for her. But all these achievements would not make any change in her life while she remained in the steel prison of her current motivational thinking. The task for me was to help her become immune from the environment and become happy with life as it is, before those things happened, not because of them. That is inspired thinking. Greater than if we don't appreciate it the way that we've got it, we won't get it the way that we want it. Greater than. Greater than Chris Gandhi Walker. Summary. When your emotions override your inspirations, when your body-mind becomes overstimulated or depressed, when you are not doing what you love, you dissipate and waste vitality. If every human is gifted by nature with an identical amount of this energy then the first step in taking responsibility in life is to stop its loss. Tiredness, chronic fatigue, mental health, illness, and stress are all symptoms of the losses and a deeply loving relationship cannot exist in this space. Inspired thinking is the solution. More follows in the next lesson.